Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues, search the hearts of men, and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. Live-ish. <laughs> Welcome to what? Side Control with Side Mount Sam. I, I'm sorry, no, this is Sporticus. No, 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 no. You had it about right. It's all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, appreciate appreciate the the job you did on that show. Um, oh, it was terrible. It's COVID season, yeah, so people was, are getting so sick. Bad. Not that people are getting. No, no, it was good, man. You know, um, that was your well, first yeah, solo I, show. I, solo shows aren't easy. It's it's easy for me just to sit there and talk. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like the, the hard part was not having a affirmation because a lot of, you know, we bounce a lot of stuff off of each other. Whereas I was having to come up with points and then, you know, remember what I was saying. And like, I mean, it sounds a lot harder than it is. Like <laughs> you should always remember what you just said, but 
sometimes when you talk as much as I do, you just kind of deviate from where, where you were, you know, and then you try to get back and you can't remember how. And yeah. It's, well, it, it, it's it, not it just that it's, it's, um, it's a lot to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you had fun. It's a lot to it. You know, uh, it's not very, very easy to be your own launching off point, you know, during a conversation, especially to an audience of just you, you know, because it's just you hearing it. <laughs> like, at least you and I can pretend that someone's listening, you know, although, we, yes, we do have listeners, you know, we have retained most of our listeners from when we switched <laughs> over to a new editor in chief. That's good, though, because you never know yeah, if that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I. You know, there there's a card com- coming up with Cody Garbrandt on there, and uh, we'll get to that. I don't even <laughs> remember who's. I knew who he was fighting for the longest. Now I don't. Did they swap out his opponent? Oh God, he's he's fighting a guy, a guy named what is it, Rob Rob Font? Yeah, Rob Font. Which is which was is he like fighting him originally? I don't think so. I think well, I mean. He, he he hasn't made like how many of his last couple fights because of injury, whether to him or whoever he's like fighting. Five. Yeah. Well, he's five. been on, he's it's been on the couch five. for so long. Like I mean, yeah. He's been on the couch for so long, kind of like you like saying. Yeah. No. 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 I'm. I might. I might go a little easy on him. Um. There's yeah. other bones I have to do on this show. Um. <laughs> but take me through. Let Let's get through this this other card. Um. Let's get through the Chandler card, the Chandler uh, Oliveira yeah, card. Dude, we haven't had a card in a while. We we have a we have a few things to talk about. So let's just we, we can we don't have to spend that much time on it. But let's talk about UFC 261, the Usman Mazdabal card. We'll only talk about the top four fights. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Anthony, well, okay. Well, it was a beautiful uh, knockout. That that knockout on Maz, Mastival was beautiful. Like he, he always, it was beautiful, man. The, I mean, you always start with the main event. I was gonna say let's start with Uriah Hall. Sure, because Chris, Chris I, got, I got. <laughs> well, there's not much to say about that one. And then there was another. Uh, you know, Anthony Smith got bailed out because he was gonna lose that fight. He got bailed out. No, with that a was freak a great fight. Too. That was a great fucking fight. I don't nah, know. Nah, he got bailed out. Bailed Had that not happened, I don't think I don't. Oh, I don't think so, dude. He was popping the jab. The jab was starting to fucking really land. Anthony Smith, hey, guess what? You're the whipping boy for this I, episode. I don't, um, I don't. I don't give a damn so. how much praise we gave you in the past. You know, no. And like I said, man, I'm never gonna be one on one on this guy's <laughs> side. The only thing that made him look good in his entire career. Besides him knocking people out on his way to John Jones, <laughs> I mean that's not bad. Don't get me wrong. The only thing that he we we could say good about him is that he's not a chump like Aljamain Sterling was. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only thing we can say. By the way, there was another flop. I don't know if you caught that, but there's a well, there's a thing yeah, in wrestling yeah. called a flat back bump, and old girl did a flat back bump. She got hit, <laughs> and you and you immediately spread out your arms to a T. You don't you don't do that. There's only one place you know to take a fall like that. Maybe yeah. not one place. Stunt, you know, stunt people do it too. But my point is, if you're going to legitimately take a fall, that's how you do it. So yeah, yeah. she was full of shit too. So was uh, the and 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 back to Anthony Smith. He was the only guy that actually legitimately kept going. But like, I I don't care about that guy. Um, 
No, you know. You I know, hope he gets knocked out. It was it was Crute like that kept or that tried to keep going like. Or what do you mean keep going? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I mean, I, it unfortunately was a freak accident, and I don't know why the hill he tried to. I know why he t- tried to keep going, but ew, no. Everybody wanted Jimmy Crew to stop walking. Like, <laughs> like yeah. do we just right? Tell, it was a Michael like, Chandler effect. Hey, I, I suggested on side of control, I suggested maybe they run it back. I mean, that was a good enough fight to where they could. You have to. I think you absolutely have to run that back. You yeah, really like, do. Why wouldn't you? Like, um, why wouldn't you? And, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a better fight. It's gonna be a much much better fight. I don't. I think it's gonna try. It's gonna be ended. You know, um, somebody's gonna be finished. Uh, with, you know, midway second round. Uh, and I think that's gonna be a better fight than what we were getting. Not that it was bad. I'm just saying. You know. Anyway. That's, um. So yeah, the, a freak leg accident. Whiteman with the freak leg accident. A lot of people saying fight karma and. Another person who gained uh, my respect out of nowhere, um, Ben Askren. He stood up for uh, Whiteman and Masvidal. You know, he said, no, he said at the end of the night, he said, if you fight long enough, shit happens. That is one of the best quotes I've ever heard in my life about MMA, because that's exactly what it is. You know, and it's the silver wasn't knocked out until he was, you know, he wasn't yeah. losing fights until he was. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a freak accident, but you know, it, it does happen. You know, it's not common whatsoever, but it, we've all seen that happen before. And, uh, the funny part was everyone tweeting all night, no more leg kicks. And Derek Lewis was like, man, I'm not throwing another leg kick. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, so I thought it was, I thought it was uh, ballsy that, uh, Andrade started the Shevchenko fight with a leg kick. That was the first strike that was thrown was her starting it off with trying to look at yeah. leg kick. And it's like, did you not see the motherfucker, you know, roll by you screaming in agony? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, To every Chris Wyden fan, I want to say this. Thanks for your love and support. He's going to need it in his retirement. He's fucking done. I'm not going to pussyfoot around the fact that he wasn't going to do much anyway. You know what I mean? He just wasn't. He's going to get knocked out in that fight, dude. Well, check this out. Like at best, Uriah Hall, Chris Weidman was was really shaping up to be a pretty entertaining fight, and then that happens. And yeah, you're kind of like, you're kinda like, all right, man. Like, I guess you put Uriah Hall against somebody who's kind of like Chris Weidman. I don't know who does he fight next. You know, like that's that's the real question. Chris yeah, because he was supposed to solidify least, himself. Yeah, and Chris Weidman, he is kind of like you're saying, he's done. I mean, he can try to come back like Silva did, but at the same time, he'll probably end up like Silva without the legend behind him. You know what I mean? Like, he'll always be the giant yeah. killer. Yeah. Like, he'll always be the giant killer, but he uh, he he didn't have what Silva had going in. He wasn't the giant with the giant's resume, you know? So Here's what Weidman needs to do. If Weidman truly gives a shit about his career and wants to be the star he wants, he, that he believes he should be in his heart of hearts, Jump ship, go somewhere else, make a name for yourself, and then try to get back over to the UFC. And right. people might say, "Oh, this and that." You know, I know a lot of people don't don't come over from from other places, but you're not gonna get it done in the UFC regardless. You and I know that. We spoke multiple times about Chris Weidman and how yeah. he should have just retired anyway. So go to 
you can go to Bellator, ain't nothing there for you either. I, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, that, that's like out of the frying pan and into, I don't know, out of fire, skillet. I don't know. I'm just, maybe it's it's not worse for him there, but like, I, I don't see it as a launching pad. You want me to be real? And a lot of people ain't gonna like it. A lot of people don't get this though. There's a there's a there's MMA on ESPN now. Quite often. Um it's like their own little thing. It's uh pro fighting league. Um you should go there. Now, it won't bode well for him because Redoom lost. He lost over there. Um that was really con- controversial. The guy tapped. I know you probably don't know anything about it, but the guy tapped. <laughs> and uh, then Verdum let go, but then the guy started beating on him. But the ref didn't see the tap. So, yeah, Verdum got royally screwed. But uh, Anthony Pettis, uh, he made his debut over there. And, uh, yeah, he, he lost, too. He got knocked out. But <laughs> maybe Chris Weidman, maybe he could be the guy. Think about it. He could go over there. He could have this amazing comeback story and be the, the face of the ESPN League. Yeah. It, it's a better story yeah. than whatever the fuck UFC. Or, yeah. And just hear me out on this because this would be even better. So Chris Weidman makes his name by knocking out Anderson Silva, and then in the rematch, Silva breaks his leg over Weidman, right? So that's his legend. Mm-hmm. That's that was his pinnacle was being the guy that not only beat the champ but broke the champ in the rematch. Literally broke the champ. So. Then yeah. you go into the Jirai Hall fight, he breaks his leg. Well, this is the perfect time to leave, man. You broke the champ. That's how that's how you really solidify your name. Why not sure. go out breaking sure. your fucking leg, dude? Like, come on. Like it, it would be it would be I, I mean least, I, if I was him at the very I least give up. Yes. At the very least, it's poetic. Sure. I mean, I he's gonna want to come back. He's already on that. I don't know where the fuck he thought that he was this amazing fighter. He, he, he's not a, just, damn, I don't want to have to tear him down like this, but the reality of it is that might've been one of the best things that happened to him. Not his leg, not physically, obviously, but he's going to get knocked the fuck out. I'm no dummy. I know Uriah Hall. He's going to knock him the fuck out. Okay. Just like your Romero did and, and everybody else. You know, not everybody else. It wasn't like a ton of people, but Wyman wasn't going to win, man. If Luke Rockhold was his stumbling block, oh, my God. Like, I just don't want to see him anymore unless he's got a comeback story. And if pro if pro fight league PFL wants to do this right, you get the trilogy fight with Anderson Silva. I know Anderson Silva's done. But if you want to set up here and main event something on ESPN <laughs> and put your league I, you got to be a book. We got a fantasy book shit sometimes because Chris <laughs> Whiteman is just a, we didn't, we shouldn't even fucking talk about him to be honest, but let's fantasy book his career. You got a great comeback story and you go to PSL on ESPN. You're fighting, right? I mean, you're fighting. You're not going to be in Bellator. The only thing that I'm laughing about right now, no, the only, the thing that I'm laughing about right now is, what if they did do that, right? And they met in the middle of the PFL or whatever, right in the middle of the ring or octagon or whatever the fuck they have. And uh, <laughs> they start going at it. You know, you, you know, like two or three rounds go by. They're going to the fourth or fifth or whatever, whatever fucking round. 
but you get you get comfortable with the fight, right? And then they both throw leg yeah. kicks and break their legs on the leg kick. Like <laughs> I knew you was gonna, knew you was gonna go for that. And that would be that would be. I, oh my god! I, I well, would never watch. Everybody would never watch fighting again. Everybody, I would never. I would, dude. I would never watch fighting again. I would still follow it, but I would never watch it again. Like, nope, not happening, man. Like, I've seen yeah. all I can see in that shit, dude. Like, it's it's only down from there, you know. <laughs> that has happened before. That has happened where two people throw their legs and wrap them around each other. Yeah, but like, I'm yeah, what Whiteman, seen, bro, so I'm not even gonna. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best he could do. I fantasy booked it. I don't think that's a bad way to go out. Him and Anderson Silva have one last fight against each other on ESPN and get some real, you know, get some money. Maybe not some real money, but get something. I well, mean, if it's hype it up. Like I don't know. If, guys is winning money if they win. Sure. I mean, I. I, I don't know, really know what else to do with either one of those guys. Uh, but <clears throat> sure, had to fight there. Uh, and then Bellator and UFC don't have to be worried about it. Um, when it comes to Thug Rose, Rose Namanunez, like, why is it that it's either love or hate? It's, it's either she's playing possum and playing down her emotions and stuff and condition. Or she's just badass and stuff like that. And I have a hard time knowing whether or not I should be rooting for her. You know? Uh, I, I wasn't I the biggest guess. fan of her. Uh, sorry, keep yeah, going. Go ahead. Keep, no, no, keep going. Keep going. You're good. Well, I, I was saying, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of hers in the beginning. Because um, I was like, Thug Rose, like, whatever. And I was right. And she wasn't that great. She did, like, like I she did one thing that rarely fighters rarely do. She got better every fight. And she looked she even when she lost against uh, Andrade, she looked the best she had ever looked. Um, and then she fought her again and looked even better than that. And that's great to see is I always harp on how people don't get better. And she's gotten better. But mentally, not her, us. I don't. It's always. We got to get sympathy on the baby face. Oh, she's a baby face. We got to get sympathy on her. And then it's like she comes out and she's unlikable. And then when she's, it's so weird. She's either, people are, she's a sympathetic figure. And then she comes out and she's super unlikable. Or then she's, then she's super likable. Yet she's supposed to be the bad guy. If, if that makes any sense. Well, you know, man, like. I really want to dislike her because of the whole Conor McGregor thing, especially like when he was running around making, you know, making all that ruckus. Then he threw the uh, the dolly at the the you know the the bus that they were all in and broke the glass. And Nama Yunez had to take some like personal time because it like you know terrified her and stuff. And it's like my my reaction is like, come on, you're like you're a top level fighter in the top level organization. Like you know, come on, dude, have a spine. But that's not that's not the person that I saw in this fight against Wei Li. The person that I saw is the person that I actually think she is. When she's standing there uh, before the fight starts, just screaming that she's the best. She's the best. She's like, I'm the best. I am the best. That, that, that is somebody who needs to get to a certain point in her own head before she's where she has to be to perform. Like when, when that kind of stuff happens, like I fully now believe that she's every bit 
as emotionally, you know, volatile. I don't want to say fragile or anything, but like volatile. Because like, think about the intensity of emotion it takes for you to sit there in front of a crowd of people and somebody you're going to fight in front of that same crowd and just scream that you're the best and not lose your concentration, not, not even give an inch of you being anything but a machine. And then she goes out and in like a minute and 15 seconds kicks the champion in the fucking face and just decimates any sort of reign that by the way that was the only thing you had to worry about and i mean the only thing you had to worry about with thug rose was her length that was the only thing that was going to truly stop you in your tracks and the champ couldn't do shit about it i was like why are you in range for Oh God! Like this before I could even say, why the fuck are you standing approximately the exact length away from getting kicked in the face? And this is kicked in the face. Glad you lost your title because you're stupid. That was the dumbest thing you've ever done in your life. I don't care if people booed you. I do care. I mean, that crowd was kind of shitty at times. No, but no, you know that's, what? That's something. That's something they were. No, they were. Oh, okay, they were. They were though because there was a couple things where there was just a little bit of wrestling and they started to boo it and I'm like, come on, man. Like, don't be one of these crowds. So they, was, they were kind of shitty uh, at times. Th- that's that's the not worst. what I'm even talking about. Like, I- I'm talking about the specific, loud, deep booing of Zhang Weili when she was announced. Like, I-, I get there's tensions with China, but there's not tensions with Zhang Weili, man. She's been a UFC fighter. She- she's done everything she needs to do to get into the country illegally. Fight for our entertainment, too. This is not only just, you know, she's not just a Chinese fighter. She's not fighting in front of just Chinese people. She's fighting in front of Americans. She's fighting in front of Europeans. She's fighting in front of everyone. Like, it's 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 mad and it's sickening that that crowd would boo her like that. It really was. It really was. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it really that, was. That, that and fucking they, killed me. Like, I, I get it. Like, and that's on, what I mean about very, Thug Rowe. But the, but dude, on Go the ahead. very well on the very base level, booing somebody who's a champion in the UFC doesn't make a lot of sense. Like I get John Jones if you want to boo him, whatever. But nobody ever does. But like if if it, they started this off with a boo towards her, and it, like for me, I was I I I got a weird feeling of sort of like this. This booing doesn't have to do with her fighting. This doesn't have to do with what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because who who is she without a fighter? She's just another person on the on the planet, man. Like, just like any one of the rest of us. So to sit there and boo her that violently, I don't even think most of those right. people in Jacksonville fucking knew who she was. You know what I mean? Like, that's, probably that's didn't. That and and that's me. that's my problem with the Thug Rose thing. Thug Rose made a comment about communism and all that stuff, but I'm like. You know why that was unfair and really stupid? I hate when people make it, comments it was like pretty, that. You're right. It was pretty unfucking fair, dude. That was pretty unfair. Right. It's like the place you live in, the country you live in, Thug Rose, the fucking American flag you're carrying and all this racism and shit. Do we have to talk about that? You know, because you're throwing rocks, you know, at a gla- and you got a glass house. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? I didn't yeah. I didn't like that. I'm like, you cannot talk about China and communism and all the horrible shit they got going on without first addressing the fact that 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Most of the people in the country wanted a president that everybody hates. Yeah. And what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, not just, not just password, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I can just start with shit from four years ago. If I want to get really get, you know, into it, let's start with some four years ago shit. You know, talk about the divide in your country. Use the platform for that. Don't attack her because she lives there. Oh, well, she could she could li- she could move somewhere else and all. Sure, she can. It's not exactly like that. You know, it's not yeah, that yeah. easy. She just and, gets, and you know. We could all move to we, fucking Switzerland and be ne- neutral. You know what I mean? Like right, you know, we like, could, right. You know, we we got to pick our battles. And this is what I mean with Thug Rose. She says some bullshit about communism. But fuck communism, sure, right? Fuck China, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. But like sure. you just said, fuck this. Your champion fighter, you disrespected her, and just by disrespecting her company, you know, it was about disrespecting her. And you're the you're the the uh, go get 'em good guy of the uh, you know uh, uh, of this fight. We're supposed to root for you. What you did was set that crowd up to boo her. That's why she ain't shit, bro. And a lot of people, a lot of people. So, yeah, she got mental illness, illness and all that. Fuck you. You didn't have a mental illness when you were doing that, did you? Nobody yeah. was saying, oh, she's so. You see, No, but you see what I'm saying? It's all, well, yeah, you know, yeah, she, yeah. we got to handle her with delicate hands. And then she doles out this type of fucking punishment. This yeah. she, she decides to do this to Zhang Weilei. And it's, it's ridiculous. Nobody yeah. said anything about it. And I watched it. And I didn't say a word to now. But it's disgusting. And you see that. In, in, in the spirit of mental illness, we don't know what Zhang Weili has. She comes from a culture where they either sweep that kind of thing under the rug and out of public sight. Or if it's hidden enough, maybe you don't think you were just knocked out by somebody who kicked you in the fucking jaw. You know what I mean? Did you see her reaction to getting knocked out? Like, that might be mental illness, too, dude. That's delusion right there. Like, that's crazy. How she fucking, I mean, to 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 digress for a sec i'm not trying to be re-rude but like you just pop back up i was a little okay it's whatever she lost she was she was done she was done in the spirit of she went down like a fucking tree and then she took how many hard unanswered shots to the face like about four i'd say four we let brock lesnar i think you let your champion let your champion get pummeled even though he didn't win that fight Brock Lesnar never knocked anyone stiff. Like, that's the thing. is Even the guys he got the TKOs on, he never knocked anyone fucking cold, dead, done out. He had to fucking bludgeon people. You know what I mean? But, like, if, if you if you watch the Whaley-Nama Yunus fight, 
When Nia Nunes kicked her, she went stiff as a board, light as a feather, bro. Right to her Nunes, I think Nama Nunes is full of shit. I think she uses the mental illness stuff to have an edge, so you don't really come out as hard on her, and it's like she can kind of found a. So. I, I, don't, I, I think, think so. so. I thought that for a while too, and then she she goes out on Twitter and says what she she does what she does, and it's like oh okay. Now you come into this fight and this person's thinking you're a little fragile. I think she uses it as a, a mental edge over her opponents. I'm not saying oh, she doesn't have that. I think I'm she's just, full of shit. I think she plays it up is what I'm saying. Also, she she strikes me like the the quiet kitten class. You know what I mean? Like that kid who who looks interesting, doesn't look like they're, you know, harmful or, you know, malicious in any way. But then you talk to them and they're super into killing bugs or something weird like that. And you're just like, huh? She strikes me as that. To where, like, when she says, you know, I'd rather be dead than red, it's just like, okay, but that, she doesn't really talk much else, and then that's what comes out of her mouth. It's like, uh, I'm good on hearing her talk much well, more. Like, <laughs> right. like yeah, 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 you know, and I, I, that's why I say, that's why I say, you know, it's like, I get it, you know, but this isn't Rocky. Like, you know, this is, you don't, we don't need to say shit like that. Um, like, oh, but, but we, what we, happens we, if Sam says some weird <laughs> shit, you know? Does Michael Chandler need to say some weird shit too? Or can no. we just chill and can they fight? Right. That, that, that's that's never been that's never been his or Oliveira even. That's never been Actually, I'm just saying, but we don't because they don't need it. That's not a lot of people's things. They don't need shit like that to fight. You know? That's why I'm saying it's all it's not an act, but it's played up for dramatic effect with Rose Nama Nunez. Fuck everybody who uh, wants to come at me for that. I mean it. Fuck you. I think she plays it up. I didn't say she didn't have a problem. She didn't have issues, but she plays it up and we saw it play out. Uh, Jessica Andrade got her ass whooped. This is Legal Shield Independent Associate Sean Covington. You can find me on Facebook and you can also go to my website at sjcovington.wearelegalshield.com. There was said, uh, the the other fight on there was Je- Jessica Andrade and Valentina, and I I was saying Valentina and and Amanda Nunes they I don't I don't want to hear from them about them or anything until so they fight each other and then that's it. It's nothing against them obviously, but there's no, there's, there's just no yeah. yeah yeah so there's no there's no other fucking match. Uh, Jessica Andrade step her game up dramatically, or she needs to go to. She's really small, and I think that's a big problem for her. Like it, it's not always a problem for people, but it's a problem for her. I think she needs to get the hell out of there. Like go to Pro Fight League or Bellator. I don't. I think Bellator they'll smoke her, you know. But you never know, man. I mean, she's still high level. It's just she's, you know, she's that tier below the top two. 
you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, and she's going to stay there. There's no getting past that right now. So, yeah, well, and the, the thing that Andrade has going against her, too, is she's just not a very good fighter. Like, the one good win in her career that she has was over Nama Yunez, and it was because she accidentally dropped her the right way to get Nama Yunez to stop fighting. Like, uh, that, I don't know. that wasn't, uh, nah, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I, know, I know what you're saying, but I, it wasn't exactly a fluke. Okay. It just wasn't. I mean, she meant to, she meant to do all of that. But yeah. Like in, in yeah. terms of like, in terms of dumping her on her head like that and just, you know, how many fighters have we seen land like that, that try to keep going and do keep going? Like all uh, a lot, not all of them. No, I've definitely just seen about, people not. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's mostly something you see on the street is when they hit their head on the concrete. You no, know I mean? I've like, seen I've seen this shit plenty in MMA. I've seen motherfuckers get get dumped on the head, and that's it. Well, it doesn't no, happen no, much. I'm not saying, it, I'm not saying there's not. Stuff. It just it just it's a very rare thing, is what I'm trying to get at. Is like it's not that's not sure. something you necessarily go for in practice. Because how do you practice that? You practice punches. Sure. You practice no, I, 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 You I'm practice stuff like that. Like, but like that's not something you necessarily practice. Or could practice safely on somebody. You know, that's it, it was a luck of the draw sort of landing, and we're all kind of, you know, glad that Nami Unis didn't break her neck. But at the same time, it just it didn't show me anything of skill or value from uh, Andrade. And that's, you know, just comes into this fight when she gets Shevchenko right off the bat after what, losing the rematch to Nami Unis? And it's like, okay, well, you're going to go from getting your ass kicked to getting your ass whipped. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, well, just, you know what? It was two. It was a title shot. And it was two title opportunities. So you know, yeah, I mean, I know well, the yeah, other one wasn't like that was a, a number one contender. I, I'm I'm okay with it because you know that's what that knockout she had earned her, and then she got she got blitzkrieged and knocked out, you know, <laughs> for the title. But eh, you know, eh, I, I'm, I'm not. She she, she, she she's irrelevant. And until until Nunes yeah. and Shevchenko fight, the only other fight on the table is Shevchenko versus Nama Yunus. Now, on to uh, Usman and Masvidal. No, 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 no. Did you not just hear me? What? Did you not hear me? What did, what did you? Did I not? What did you say? No, you, you, you must not have. I said the only, besides Shevchenko and Nunes fighting, Amanda Nunes fighting, um, the only other fight that would make sense is for Nama Yunus to come up to 125 and try to take on Shevchenko. No, I don't. I don't like that. I mean, what do you mean you don't like that? Uh, I, I, I you don't like that. that that's like I don't know how necessary it. Is. I don't know how necessary that is. And who else is there? Who else is there to try to I think beat it's that weight level? If you, I, I think sure. If you're Valentina, you welcome all commerce, but I don't understand why Rose Nama Nunes would uh, try to do that. I don't know if she's there. Also, what do you, what do you mean? She has Trevor Whitman as a coach. You've seen what that's done for her. Sure. I also seen Valentina Shevchenko destroy people. I mean, like, yeah, well, and, and, let, and that's, let me say this. That's the thing, though, is we've seen Trevor Whitman versus Khabib, so we know that he could give Justin Gaethje the best plan in the world, and he can be effective. But there are some people that are just going to overcome your game plan because of who they are. And that's that's what I want to see with this Nama Yunus Shevchenko idea that I'm having is Trevor Whitman brings Trevor Whitman into this Nama Yunus fight like he does with any other one. So she's going to come in well prepared, well trained. She's going to be in the right state of mind, you know, and she's got good people around her. And then she she has to face the best in the world. So if she really she really wants to shout, I'm the best. 
across the octagon from Valentina Shevchenko, sign me up. She's going to use that mental illness thing again and say something. <laughs> no, she is. She is. Valentina, yeah, yeah, she's like, going to want to talk a little. Time. She's going to want to be a little free spirit and talk. They're going, you know, talk a little shit like you should you know, do they, to promote the fight. And you know, Thug they, Bros they, is going to take some bullshit. They, and then they, 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 Dude, they like you. Listen, listen that, I, no, I know that. But it's still a fight. And I'm, I'm a, I understand how that shit goes. Cause they'll they'll hug it out after the fucking fight, but I do believe there'll be a little bit of BS. I I just I I don't think that's smart for Namunez. I don't. I mean, I get I guess sure, you know, like I'm not opposed to any matchups. To let you know, let's just put that out there. I don't give a fuck who you put in front of somebody. If you say this is the person you're fighting next, fight him, right? You know, Jan Blachowicz wasn't like, no, I don't want to fight a middleweight champion. No, he fought him, right? He yeah. fought Israel Adesanya. No problem. Did Adesanya take two seconds to sign the fucking, um, the, 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 the contract to say uh, he's fighting uh, Marvin Vittori again? No, he didn't. He just signed it. He just did it, you know, without even blinking or thinking about it. That, that's something John Jones could, could learn a thing or two about is just signing the contract and shutting the fuck up. You know, like, um, you're not going to get better wages by not fighting. Yeah. You're going to get zero wages because you're not fighting, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that fight. If, it, if that fight happens, fine. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not super into it because, I, one, I don't believe because they do like each other. I do not believe that that fight's going to happen at all. Um when two fighters like each other, uh, actually like each other, that fight typically doesn't happen. And I don't mean just respect. But anyway, let's go to the last fight on that card. The, uh, the Masvidal and Usman fight. I, I, I appreciate what Usman did as far as everything afterwards. He kept his uh, shit talking not just to a minimum. But he said what he what needed to be said. He backed up what he said. He said that he did, and then he didn't go into any detail about anything. He didn't shit on uh, Jorge Masvidal and nothing like that. And Masvidal propped him up as the champion. He is. He was like, man, he knocked me out. I've never been knocked out. Hey, that's great. Props to him. You know, like he's got my number. You know, a lot of he was he was humble in defeat, man. He really was. A lot of people had a lot of stuff against Masvidal because, well, they're insecure little bitches. A lot of them are. Not every single one of them. But a lot of these people who, oh, I don't like Masvidal because he, you know, he's just too macho for me. It's like, well, take your bitch ass on and stop watching MMA. Like, if if that's the type of guy that offends you, you are absolutely in the wrong sport. Am I, am I wrong in that assessment? You are so absolutely correct in what you're saying. It is hard for me to Say what I'm going to say, because you, you, I mean, you basically said it all. The only thing that I can really add, bro, is the, the, the world needed what Jorge Masdeval brought to his uh, short burst of real fame in the UFC and in, you know, the eyes of the sporting community and the world, you know what I mean? Like, so he goes from, you know, being that bad boy that gets to face Ben Askren and, you know, he's on a win streak, and that's fine because, you know, there's a lot of guys that get to fight on different win streaks of various different sorts. Like, look at Tony Ferguson. Didn't lose, like, what, 12 fights in a row? 
finally got a title shot. Like, there's just guys that, you know, it's different routes to your title shots. But on the way to his success and to, you know, to making the name, people really got started to see this guy is truly from the street. He is truly somebody that you look at as a as just like one of those street fighting brawlers. Somebody that maybe, yeah, he has some technical prowess because he's been Go doing back. it so long. Go back. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me get this out. So he you know, he, he establishes this whole persona of himself and then he knocks Ben Askren out in three seconds. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, wow, okay, so this guy not only is full of himself, but, you know, he's also backing it up. So there's some people that actually love him. There's, you know, like you're saying, a lot of people that actually hate him. But then he gets all the way to this Usman rematch after, you know, putting up such a good showing in the, you know, two-week notice, or sorry, six-day notice, not two-week, six-day notice. Um, You know, that good fight that they had. But, you know, the thing that I didn't really consider going into this rematch was that Usman also had, you know, only six days the first time around. But the fact that Jorge Masdevall was able to take a knockout so so gracefully after talking so much shit about the Ben Ashburn one, it really makes a critical thinker sit there and be like, all right, well, where, where was the Ashburn stuff coming from? That was from a personal beef, a feud back and forth, something that was yeah. highly publicized. Yeah. That was all that. With the Usman thing, Jorge Masdevall is just doing what he does and honestly, it's not much different than any other fight. I'm surprised he didn't try to three-piece in a soda him at the fucking win, you know? So he's the same person. But then Kamar Usman delivered, and Jorge Masdevall had no choice but to just be like, you got me, man. What, el- what else can I say? You fucked me up. I gave you my best. Yeah. You gave me better. Like, that, yeah, that I mean, was, it was a great so moment, good. too. You know, that a lot of people. so awesome. They tried to pick these little. They tried to pick apart Jorge Masvidal, and I'm like, for one, I don't like to use the whole "you can't do it" sort of thing. But like, <clears throat> the reason why I'm going to do it for him and people like him is because Masvidal was a different fighter at first, and then you know, this is his second go around. He wasn't a loser. A lot of people act like he was a loser, and they say, "Oh, look, he lost before and this and that," and oh. You see how many fights he's lost before? And I'm like, dude, check this out. This is the second time around, and he's finishing fights because he doesn't want to be the same guy because why, you know, he got stuck in the UFC rut. He made it to the UFC. He was in the big leagues, and it was like, oh, well, now I can just win by decision, you know, and scrape by. He was the one guy that said, fuck that. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to just go back to my roots and knock people out. And if I don't get it done like that, I don't get it done like that. But all this chicken shit, you know, fighting for points and just, to, you know, uh, scrape ink out a win at the end of the, the day. Uh, it's, it just wasn't for him. <coughs> Excuse me. And a lot of well, fighters. Yeah. Just, You're right. And I, <laughs> Usman, Usman. Now, see, here's the thing. Usman it, was that type of guy. He was it, it until Masvidal came it. along. Well, Masvidal changed all of that. You know, he didn't even change that with the Kobe Covington fight. That's a little different. But when you, I, I disagree. No, I think it started with the Kobe Covington fight where he realized he could really best somebody in an actual war instead of instead of winning a fight, which is what he's used to doing, is winning a fucking fight. He won a war 
with Colby Covington. Then he won a war with Masdevall. So now he has the, the mentality of a knockout artist that can go five rounds. It is so scary to think about what's next for Kamaru Usman. That guy's going to kill people. Well, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I want you. I want you to finish up a little bit more on that because there's something I want you to get to. I want to piggyback off of it. Okay, which part do you want me to start from? Well, no. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. Um, Masvidal is to this sport what Chuck Liddell used to be. Um, he's that big personality with that fist that can put you away. And and that is something that the sport desperately needed then and it desperately needs now. And Kamara Usman, seeing him on a horizon, stepped his game up because he wasn't punching like that before Masvidal made a name for himself, you know. And then all of a sudden, it's oh, shit, you know what's going to happen if I can't fight this individual like that? You know, he wasn't confident enough in in his hands the first time they fought. He really wasn't. Usman was never going to throw anything like that in that first fight because he knew what could have... He knew he could have got blessed. He knew that. Very smart fighter. Very intelligent. High fight IQ. And then he said, you know what? I've been working on it. I put I put a guy away like this. I think that I can I can go toe-to-toe with him. And that's what he did, you know? And that's 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 an amazing thing to see in the octagon in real time like that. Because Jorge Masvidal is a force, and he was almost something that Usman wasn't going to be able to deal with. The first fight, I, I if the first fight they hit, a, he had a full camp. I would say yes. At that point in time, absolutely, Masvidal would have won with a full camp. Not, not just because it's Masvidal, but I'm talking about at that particular time in Usman's um, life as well. So it's it's it's, it's got to be that particular time. Um, now Usman probably could have beat him on a rematch too. To be honest, you know he could have beat him on a rematch. He's got his number. We see that. But what I'm saying is, no matter where Masvidal goes, we're gonna need him. We're really gonna need him because you you're and and this is what I want to get into with this Chandler fight uh, and Oliveira. Oliveira. It's exciting to us. He is not going to be a marketable champion for UFC. Now, you think that's me taking a knock on him or a dig? No. I think he's great. I think that he is. But I think that what a lot of people is, not a lot, but I think that we're way more people than the UFC does. Um, but in a, lot of, a lot of people aren't giving Michael Chandler any real credit, which is stupid. If Charles Oliveira doesn't do the right thing at the right moment, he's fucked. He's gone. In a blink of an eye, he'll be on the fucking canvas, and that's it. You know, he'll he'll be staying up at the lights. Michael Chandler is not some bitch that you could just come in and say, well, I'm multi-talented. You know how multi-talented everyone who comes into the UFC's doors are? Like most of them, dude, a very large percentage of them, a very high percentage are super talented individuals who are multifaceted in different martial arts. Guess what? It won't matter if you catch that that one punch that's launching your teeth into the seats. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if that'll happen. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I really don't understand how Michael Chandler's not getting his proper respect. And people are even saying that he doesn't deserve it. And Charles Oliveira doesn't. They said both of them don't deserve it, dude. I've been seeing that. They said it doesn't seem like a title fight. Now, I was saying Dustin Poirier needs to be part of it. Absolutely. I was saying that. You know, but this still seems like a title fight. You know, it still seems like it's for all the marbles. People like they should have held off. UFC needs this and that. I'm like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, dude, this is a fucking title fight. I don't know what people are getting this extra shit from. Well, you know, I agree, but here's the here's the analogy I'm going to use. You know when it comes uh, time for football playoffs and there's always that, you know, conference game or divisional game that, you know, is so good that everyone's like, Oh man, that should have been the Super Bowl. This is that fight. The Chandler Oliveira fight is that fight. It is the it is the Super Bowl that we never got that we deserved. This is this is everything that fight fans want in a title shot. You have two of the best at their top of their performance, you know, players. Now, granted, Dustin Poirier is not a part of it. Conor McGregor is not a part of it. But at the same time, they have unfinished business elsewhere. And that might even be considered the Super Bowl is whoever wins the Chandler Oliveira fight fighting the winner of the Poirier-McGregor fight, obviously. But then... I'm going to go out on a limb and say Michael Chandler is going to fight Charles Oliveira again uh, relatively soon. It'll be the next big threat to that title. I do believe that he'll... I I believe he'll lose. Hey, if it's that close of a fight, fuck it. Why not? But you know my thoughts on Charles Oliveira. I've been calling that since since I was, you know, since back in... No, 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 no. For like, 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 yeah, like a year and a half, like a year and a half, something like that, or it, may, it might be... Oh, it, it's been longer than that. Like, I remember when this kid broke in as a kid, as a child. When I'm on our show, I can, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, since yeah, the yeah. show but started. Like, th- this kid broke in with, like, he was like what, eighteen or nineteen years old, and busting out top level jujitsu on these guys. And you know, the only thing was he didn't have a stand up game, and he didn't have a takedown game. And now he has both of those. And the thing He's is, both of them are proven against top level fighters. Like what he did to Tony Ferguson. Uh, if that's if that he showed mercy on and, too. Oh, he did. He totally did. And Don't the thing mercy. is, is. Before, before, you know, after Khabib beat um, Gaethje, you know, to go 29-0, before he retired or, I, you know, after that fight, you know, during the whole thing, I was thinking, oh, my God, Charles Oliveira would be perfect because 
why would you? You can't take Charles Oliveira to the ground. You're, he's going to submit you. But at the same time, Khabib has good stand-up. Like, I wanted to see that fight more than anything. It, it made a lot of sense, too. You it does. Hey, Khabib, I'm going to tell you like this. Khabib, hey, I know you're not listening to this, but if you ever do, you scared. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Oh, I cleaned out. I fought everybody. I don't fight nobody new. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. For every reason you just said, you're a full of fucking shit. Fight the guy that everybody thinks that is, can beat you. And and let's be real. Charles Oliveira has every... No, no, no. Charles Oliveira has every single tool. If you just ask anybody, they'll say, well, tell me... Not tell me why he can't be Khabib. Tell me how he could. Everybody has a path to victory. You know, everybody would have a path to victory. It'd be pretty much the same big path to victory for Charles Oliveira. But guess what? They're not going to do that because they don't want to... You know, I mean, that's how you get Khabib back. That's how, that's how you get him to fight. But, like, whatever, man. I... Just like with John Jones, when he ran, and he he ran, he actually like ran. He hightailed it the fuck out of the division. Fight the people in front of you. I can't believe that he wouldn't fight Charles Oliveira. Like, if you want to tell me you're the best to ever do it, there's a guy that you've been talking about, others have been talking about. You know, he you know he damn well he's been talking about himself. You ain't the only person that's been on the Charles Oliveira train. Because it wasn't even a train at first. You see what I'm saying? I don't even think it's a train now. My point is, if you are the guy, you need to best him in combat. You also need to take out Michael Chandler because he hadn't been here yet. And I think you need to take those two guys out. For one, what else are you doing? You claim to be the best. John Jones has one little thing about you. He could say when he was there, yeah, sure, he fought those guys. But ah, we can only go so far with John Jones and who he would and wouldn't fight. But, man, if, if you're if you're Khabib, you fight you fight Charles Oliveira, man, straight up. You're like, no I bullshit. Think, he came I up think. in your shit while you were there. Fight this motherfucker and get his ass out of here if you the top dog. I think if right. Charles Oliveira wins on Saturday and then he beats his next opponent after that there's a very good chance Khabib would come back for that especially if he does it so dominantly like let's talk about either two submissions or a knockout and submission it's not it, these fights bro are not going the distance like n- there's no way that Michael uh, yeah. there's no way that Michael yeah. Chandler not only won't like he's Michael Chandler himself like to to, to his credit I mean he to his credit he's either going to knock Charles Oliveira out or he's going to get just beaten in some other way. Yes. He, he, yes. he doesn't have the gas tank to go five full UFC rounds with a guy that's been in the UFC since he was essentially a fetus. Like, he he, he doesn't have it. He's too old. He's too late in the I game. wouldn't say he don't I'm, have it, but that's not... No, 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 he's no, not no, going to do he, it, he though, regardless. He, he's not going to do have it. it. He, he's, he's not going to have it against Charles Oliveira is what I mean. Charles Oliveira's pace is different. If he's not working you on the feet, he's going to take it to the ground and work you. He will make you tired. That is something that he yeah. can do as well. That's something that I've seen. He's going to get his chin his tested, though. He's going to get his motherfucking chin tested. Maybe. Like, champ- Maybe. I mean, now. if Chandler lands, if Chandler actually lands, we'll see. And that's, that's, not, I think he'll that's, land. that's not necessarily a problem for me. I, I think Charles Oliveira has gotten his head bounced off of a mat to at least withstand Anything other than like a Kamara Usman right down the fucking pipe, back to the chin. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that I mean, might dude, be what. Come happens. on, man. That if you act like Chandler, 
Chandler might put one right in his fucking shit, right I'm, on the button. I'm a Michael, Michael Chandler, Chandler fan, dude. Hey, I'm a Michael Chandler fan. You remember, like, for years I've been saying he should be in the UFC, and you know that. We've had a lot of bar time. No, we both have. We, we yeah. both have him. Yeah, and like, he should have been there. It's, it's fine that he's here right now. I get it. It's kind of dope because, like, you know, he gets the title shot almost immediately, you know? But he had to earn it. He still earned it. Knock the motherfucker out, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, here you go. <laughs> like, sorry we even made you fight that other guy, but okay, you know, <laughs> like, here you go, just as you asked for. But I'm just not, I'm just trying to give him a little bit more to benefit of the doubt. Uh, of the doubt. He's here for a reason. He earned his spot, and Michael Chandler is not somebody I would take lightly whatsoever. He can put, if he lands, this shit could be over, man. It could be like we could say, well, you know, he's not used to UFC shit. Well, UFC wasn't used to him last time I saw. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I told people, I said, look, man, put your money on Chandler. He's finna, this shit's finna, soon to be over. He's not finna play no games. He's not finna be a one round exchange. He's not finna see where you are. He's finna knock you the fuck out and go home. You know, eat eat some tacos or whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> My point was. It was going to be an easy day at the office and a, and a short day at the office. And like, and to, like you said, it's going to be that way again, whether he gets knocked out or he does the knocking out. Um, but I do. He's He's got more than a puncher's chance to knock Charles Oliveira out. And that's nothing oh, yeah. against Charles Oliveira. And I, and, and yeah, I know yeah, it's kind yeah, of weird yeah, because yeah. we're but, rooting for both of them. We're but, rooting for both of them. In, in a way, yes. In, in a way, yes, we're, we're, we are rooting for both of them. But to, to go with that thing where, that you said, because I like the point you're making, it's more than a puncher's chance. But when we're talking about 45% of the chance versus 55% of the chance, it's still a big difference. That, that you know, percentage yeah, yeah, difference yeah, right there. Like, absolutely. Big difference, man. Big difference. Like, no, the, no, the, the weight is just, tilted. I, I got, I got, I got Charles Oliveira. Like, there's nothing. The 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 hesitancy is. Hey, guess what? It's Michael Chandler. He's fighting. If it was anybody else, <laughs> like, here's the thing. I don't give Conor McGregor that type of benefit of the doubt. And I've seen him do stuff similar to, uh, you know, Michael Chandler. Like, and and better. That's just that I'm not gonna, you know, Michael Chandler right now and the fighter he is. I got more money that I would put on him than Conor McGregor, especially at this point. You know, um, I also say he, I kind of skipped a couple fights ahead or whatever. I think Dustin Poirier, uh, Dustin Poirier, get knocked the fuck out against uh, Michael Chandler. I think he'd come in there thinking some extra shit, like, "Oh man, this guy can't." Boom, gone, done. You know, like I don't, I don't know. I, I want to get into Dustin Poirier. What the fuck is wrong with him? Like. I, he don't talk shit like regular people. It's weird. He's a weirdo. Am I wrong in that? Or is he just so laid back that it's just not good for the sport? Like he's just nah, not man. interested in you're, 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 you're wrong on you're wrong on every aspect. Cool. What is it about him? He 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 is not only great for the sport because the UFC needs professionals. Because because right now, remember, it, it's with the ESPN. It needs to have pretty faces. That are nice and easy on the ears and the eyes. Dustin Poirier is not a bad looking dude and he's super nice. Like, remember, he's been with the same girl since he broke into the fight game and she stood by him all that time. And like there's that nice story. And then he has a Louisiana hot sauce. And like he's just he's just like an all-around kind of likable person. You need that 
if you're trying to promote your, your, your sport. Conor McGregor, he's kind of a changing of the old guard to where, like, yeah, you can still use that name because he's still a pretty relevant fighter. But once he's done, there's not going to be any more Conor McGregor's. Once John Jones is done, no more John Jones's. You're going to be on a more professional be more leash. No, you're going to be on a more professional leash. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um... What, what, I, what I mean by I think there'll be more Conor McGregor is that um, I do believe that we'll get somebody who understands how to make money in the game and all of that. Uh, we got it with, we already have it with, uh, you know, Jorge Masvidal. And I think we'll get that again. It's just that, yeah, they won't be quite the same, but somebody might be a little bit better. Who knows? You know, we might see this guy fight i don't know i mean i'm just gonna say this i believe there will be someone who comes along who is much better than conor mcgregor and has a decent uh mouthpiece you know i, I don't know if you'll be well, look, i don't we're still we're still waiting on the mic yeah. of the ufc we're still waiting on the mic trout of mma we're still waiting uh, on the guy yeah, no, we're still waiting on the guy. I know what you that, mean, but Mike Trout is—he always gets shit for not having a personality or not he being has, out. Yeah, he, he has plenty of personality, and like, and what I mean you know, is, I know. What I, I say he gets shit what? for not having. But that's yeah, not but true. Like, but what I what I mean is, Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player right now that I have ever seen or even ever heard of. He is doing shit that you just. It's impossible. So what I what I more mean is we're it's not the personality aspect, although that is a factor in the in the, the side of him about to say. I didn't really think about Mike Trout not being the most, you know, flamboyant of a personality because that's also part of what makes him Mike fucking Trout. But the UFC, MMA in general, it's gonna have that guy. And I and I felt like for a second it might have been Michael Venom Page, but I don't think it's him anymore. But like it's gonna be that guy that is so technically sound in everything so technically aware in everything he's basically gsp's fight iq with john jones's winning and conor mcgregor's mouth if that makes sense no 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 it's perfect sense and i i i, I think well and then like you add in like mighty mouse's versatility like you know you, you could really make yes. the ultimate fighter but that we're still waiting for that and there, there's so many generations to come that we're not even going to be around for if the UFC or fighting keeps going like it is. Like, dude, this sport is taking off. There are people doing some freakish things. Well, what we need is, uh, and you might disagree, we need stuff like the PFL. Sure, they don't have any, like Anthony Pettis, you know, sure. Okay, he's a name, I guess. You know, uh, I'm, I'm being generous, obviously, but... Um, is bringing eyes to a product like I've watched that product more often than what I thought I would, you know. There was like there was there was some uh, there was some female fighter on there that was talking shit, and I was like, shut the fuck up! Like, who are you? She said, I'm the queen. I'm this. I'm that. I'm like, look, there's a time for wrestling promos, and then there's not a time for it. Like, I appreciate what you're trying to be the Conor McGregor of your division, right? We just got through talking about that. But there's a time and a place for that shit. He didn't talk that shit until he got Dennis Seaver. 
He knew better than to talk the shit before then. Because somebody, some random punk would have just knocked his ass out and that would have been the end of Conor McGregor before he ever started. But he knew once he got somebody who, let's say, wasn't quite up to task of his his talents, uh, you know, um, he wasn't quite up to par. You know, he talked that shit and then they knew he knew they were going to protect him and not give him any real wrestlers or anything. He just he did the right thing when it came to his brand and stuff like that. And I see what this young lady was doing. Get the fuck out of here, though. No, you're not George Masvidal. You're not Conor McGregor. You, you know, you're not even John Jones. Like, cut the bullshit. Get some more impressive wins and do something like a Michael Venom page to get my attention. You know what I mean? He's been extremely impressive when he knocked you the fuck out. So I, I that's why you said what you said. Like you thought it was gonna be him because the way he razzles and dazzles that ass, but he fights cans. Sure, he's beaten some good people. Sure he has. But man, as soon as he went up against Douglas Lima, that was the end of that shit. So we do need a little bit more from you know, if, if you're going to try to take that throne, that mantle of the best, then you're going to have to be a special personality and, or at least know how to capture that magic. You know, I don't like Paul Heyman. Um, you know, you can be Paul Heyman, man. You know, you could be or Don King for those who don't know who the hell Paul Heyman is. Don King, Paul Heyman, they're managers, they're people who can get this done for you and be a great mouthpiece. Like, think about Mike Tyson. He said some outrageous shit. Super outrageous, you know? But before he started even, before we even heard him speak, it was it was Don King, you know, talking all that shit for him. So, I mean, I think what we truly need is some dynamic managers, too. And why not? We have people who have brands. Why can't we make, why can't we get some managers or management team to really start to form these fighters and multi-spiders into people who you can put on Good Morning America? And Because that's where they want to be, right? That's where they're supposed to but be. But that's not what makes fighters. Fighters aren't fluffy Barbie dolls. And that's, I, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to say it, but that's what the people in the wwe are no 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 no, i get what you're saying but here's the thing i i would only talk so much shit to john Cena. you could call him a fluffy barbie doll all you want he's too big he's too strong it's too much ridiculous shit like i get like beat beat my face in with your fucking 300 pounds of steroided out muscle Uh, it means nothing to me Steroids, you could say about uh, other people, not okay, him. Okay, okay. Man, no, no, you're missing my point. Your 300 pounds of point. naturally made muscle. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it it, no, it no, doesn't I, mean that you would beat somebody of similar weight. Not not even a little bit. Like, look at Tyson you're Fury. My, he's, he's, and, well, we could use Tyson Fury too. You know, the Gypsy King and all of that. He's a big personality, not just a big guy. That's what I'm getting at. John Cena is laid back and stuff. Like you could consider him. You could say he's the Mike Trout of WWE or was. I you know what I'm saying? Never oh, ever say that. Sure, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that he is. You know, but only <laughs> only this. And, and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna slam Mike Trout for this. If you the man they say they are, 
You should be the guy I see in front of this MLB. Not everybody else. Not, well, I'm a quiet guy. Well, shut the fuck up. And when, when we don't recognize you, shut the fuck up. That is your fault. Shut up. I don't give a fuck. That's why people will say Buster Posey's better than him. What? Nobody says that. They used to. They used to. No, and that's no, maybe in my, maybe in my church first. Anyway. No, uh-uh. Not even. Yes, I'm a giant yes, fan. I have followed both of those yep. guys since they were rookies. Nobody has ever made that comparison who knows anything about baseball. Nobody has uh, ever made that comparison. I didn't say they knew anything about baseball, but look at where we live at, though. Of course. Oh, okay, but like, if, if you're going to say that people are making that comparison, at least specify and say dumb people who have no idea what they're talking I'm about. Fans. I meant fans. I was not trying to shit on San Francisco fans, okay? Oh, no, but, no, no, no. You'd be, you'd be more right to say but, that San Francisco fans said that. Sure, sure. <laughs> I just want to say fans. I just want to say fans. But no, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. We're in California. Mike Trout plays for a California team. They they don't have to be talking. Miles no, away from they don't have to be talking about. They don't have to talk about Buster Posey. They should be talking about Mike Trout. But I'm I'm getting off of the topic. My point <laughs> is, if somebody, my point is, why can't you get someone to get these people ready for Good Morning America? You got guys like John Jones who. Used to be charming. I guess maybe he still is. But like that's the type of person you want to put on Good Morning America if it was just about uh remember when he he like stopped the rock or something like that? How how juicy and John Jones may be the best example. How juicy is it being a WWE fanatic like you are? How juicy is it? Just let me run this scenario by you. John Jones starts out as the young golden boy, right? The WWE, WWE has those all the time. The young golden boys or girls or whoever, uh, they have the young golden stud, the money cow, the next generation. He was that. And then you give him a little bit of you know spice, so then he knocks out Matt Hamill but still loses the fight. But then he wins the title and beats every good legend on the way there. Okay? Sounds pretty WWE, right? And then he develops a huge drug habit and then hits a prostitute or something, right? <laughs> what could be more WWE and MMA than John Jones? <laughs> sure, sure. I, I come on, it. come on. And, that, and now all he's doing is not wrestling, but talking a bunch of shit, which leads me to believe well, he's probably The whole point is it's going to be made up. That's the part you're supposed to make up, not, no, no, not see, for it to be real. See, I, I think just because of the quality of uh, our, our Skype recording conversation, you missed my hilarious joke. <laughs> maybe, maybe it might, it might have went out on. Oh my god! I just, I'm just saying, like <laughs> John Jones sits there, like remember, remember when like The Rock was out of the WWE because he was filming Scorpion King, but every so often they'd be like, oh, this is The Rock from somewhere like at his house, and he's just yeah. like, yeah. Fuck you, this guy. Fuck you, that guy. The Rock says, and then everyone's like, "Oh shit, The Rock's coming back." And then, like three months later, he finally came back. And it's like it's the same. It's the same thing with John Jones, except for it happened yeah. in years instead of months. Right, and 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 he probably won't. He'll probably get paid like two million more dollars, which would be great for him. But ah, man, at some point, it makes me. It point. makes me so sick, dude. Does it? Okay, just to digress. Does it not make you physically ill? That they have not booked the John Jones and Ganu fight 
for a set time and date yet. Like I know I they're going to go with the Lewis. I know they're going to go with the Lewis and Donu route, and that's whatever because of everything that's transpired with Jones being a little bitch. But like, oh, I get physically upset when I think about the fact that we should be getting ready for Francis and Donu yep. versus John Jones at heavyweight. I get. I told you it was going to happen a long time ago, though. I get that's why I say physically. Since we started recording together, I told you that fight wasn't going to happen because. Believe it or not, we were actually talking about it way back then. We always were talking about the heavyweight fight and John Jones. You know why? Because the only, always, the only, this was the end game. The only way we were talking about it, though, is on the on the assumption that Francis Ngannou got better. Now, the scary part is this is what we were talking about to the T. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy to think about, like, we're like, oh, if Francis Ngannou can get his wrestling here or if he can get his, you know, grappling there or if he can get this, you know, his his, his stand-up under control. And and he has. And it's terrifying. And John Jones is being a bitch like I said he would. Like, you, you knew he could do it, but you held out hope because, you know, we're both fans. We both want to see it. You held out hope because you want to see the fight. But I told you he was a bitch, and this is what bitches do. Like, he's going to probably end up fighting them anyway, and then what? Like, man, you know if he gets knocked out, that is the end of the legend of John Jones. He don't want to end like that. He doesn't. I get it. I know why he's scared. But why did you talk all of that shit? Go find Jesus, man. Okay? Go do that. Go hide behind something. But but stop talking this shit if you're just a regular person that's scared. That's scared. You know, you know, he's no he's definitely no better than uh, George Masvidal right now. How Masvidal took his knockout like a man. John Jones doesn't seem like he wants to take his knockout like a man. Stipe, Cormier, those guys took their knockouts like a man. They took defeat like men. He's very much afraid to take defeat. What I was saying was. I know this guy isn't Muhammad. Like, Muhammad Ali had a mouth on him like John Jones, right? But you can still put him on Good Morning America because he was such a bubbly personality, man. You know, and, you know, he wasn't doing uh, steroids and shit like that. But, you know, or, or trying to run over. He, he, he was just fucking crazy. That's that's what he was. But you could be <laughs> crazy. Like, um... When you, was, when, you was, when you was going down the John Jones route, I was going to say... Do you know the, you were talking about the Golden Boy and all this other stuff? I'll give you I'll give you a guy who real life was John Jones, but it was in a different scenario. It was he was in a he was an entertainer. I don't know if you're gonna be able to uh, know who I'm talking about. Well, you weren't there for like his the early goings of his career, but this is a dude that had drug problems and stuff like that, and he made such a big comeback that he's in the in the uh, most successful movie ever. Lee Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, he, I was like, what the fuck are you? No, no, about? he was the golden boy. I remember, I mean, sure, I'm old, whatever, let's go, let's talk about that. But I remember when they was talking about Robert Downey Jr. being that dude. But he was a young Hollywood dude coming up in the 80s, got hooked on drugs. 90s weren't so good for him. And then he uh, got off the bullshit and just came out swinging. And now the guy's beloved by all. Like, and it, 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 he's he's one of those dudes that keeps to himself, but not 
you know, not, but uses his star power for good. You know what I mean? Like, you'll catch him randomly just showing up at a children's hospital or something like that, which is dope. Not everybody does that type of stuff. You know, they'll do it for photo ops. He's not doing it for photo ops. My point is, you that's the type of entertainer you want. Even if he falls off, when he comes back, it's a it's it's a it's a great story. And MMA needs to get on that track. Like Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko should be on my TV all the time. You know? Yeah. They yep. should have been. Should have been. Now, here's the problem with that. I don't want to see them now because what is there to talk about? You and I have talked about all of it. All of it. So there's nothing else for us to see, hear, or do regarding them. You know, uh, sure, the fight with the final fight with them, that's it. But um, it, it's just, I want to see stars, you know, and, 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 and to, to come full circle with the conversation that we uh, were eventually leading up to anyway, and, and to piggyback off of what we've already said, it was Charles Oliveira ain't going to treat. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. UFC isn't going to treat Charles Oliveira right. He's not a star. Even, even if he wins. Even if he, even if he knocks him out and kills him in the first fucking punch, dude. Like, not not even. Michael Chandler might get that treatment, though. You, you're right about that. He might get that treatment. Because he's American. Yep, I'm going to go there. They're very much like that. Sure, did they like Anderson Silva? Yeah, they did. They liked but the they couldn't, they couldn't yep. make anything out of Anderson Silva, and they really, really tried to. Only real fight fans even remember who Anderson Silva was, like that. That which is incredible to me because he he didn't retire very long ago, and there's so many more fans nowadays. You know what I mean? Like that. Because his, his English isn't the best on the planet, and I get it. You know, it's you know you want to market a guy. You in America, you want to market Americans. Duh. You know, I, I'm not even mad at that. But it's not just what you want to do. It's what you need to do. You need to promote your champions. That's why. You know, uh, Zhang Wei Li didn't get any fucking, no fanfare, no nothing. Throw out here, get beat up. You know, I don't know if you read or not or heard the stories, but she was like, she was training in an office yeah. before the fight. You know, what in the fuck is that, bro? Was Thug Rose training in the office? Like, how come we can't get, this is your champion. Let's be honest. They never gave her a shot because they never gave a fuck about her. We all know that. That's the type of shit they do. They didn't give a fuck about Tony Ferguson. That's why they stalled him out on there. They don't give a fuck about Dustin Poirier. They only care about Conor McGregor in this. Okay? Like, we we know how they operate, how they are. That's that's why it makes me a little bit upset that Dustin Poirier, like, he's a weirdo to me. Like, man, I know you, 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 know, you don't get riled up like everybody else, but you can still be a little – hire a team to make you more marketable so that you can take your rightful place. So that you can kind of you can piggyback off of that type of stuff. You know, he can understand, hey, they're they're marketing me as this, this team, this management, this marketing team that I hired. And maybe I am this. I mean, you can feed off of that stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like if you if UFC ain't going to do it for you, you got to do it for you. And I think there's a lot more people that could do that. You know, like uh, Khabib don't need to do it. He he. Arguably, it is it is hometown. He's done that, you know, like his home country. That's who Khabib is, and that's great. Cause you know what, the greatest before him, um, GSP, he did it too. That's why he's great in his home country. His way, you know, cause cause they did it on their own. They did it on their own with who they were, and they weren't these super 
crazy individuals, you know, like there there's your Mike Trouts, you know. Um, yeah, but at well, the same, those, no, those guys like GSP and all those guys, all those legends, those are the Babe Ruths. You know what I mean? Those those are the Willie Mazes. You know, we well, still, like I said, we haven't, the, we haven't seen is in we terms of skill. Mike Trout. Well, Mike Trout's supposed to be better than all of them. I don't. I haven't seen anyone that's better than all of them. You know what I mean? Like right now, we're still debating between all of them. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he, he 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 absolutely is, and I'm gonna, no. I'm going to go ahead and claim seniority on this one. But he might. You can go ahead. You can talk about Babe Ruth all you want, but don't don't just start throwing everybody in there talking about how he probably. Nigga, look. My, let me be my, honest my with you. Trout, it's hard to get past Pete. It's hard to get past Pete Rose. Okay. <laughs> what do you okay? mean? It's hard to get past Pete Rose in terms of indi- in terms of individually being great. Like when well, we start really, talking like, about. Like, okay. Not really. Not in terms of character. I mean, even some of his stats are beaten. Like the only one that he really has. That means anything is the hitch record, and that means a lot to me. But that doesn't mean a lot when you compare him to other players, like like, like Barry Bonds. Well, if you want to go down the Bonds route, if you're willing to have that conversation without bringing up steroids, and yeah, Bonds was way better. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it without steroids because for one, I don't give a fuck what you're taking. You still got to hit the ball. Yeah, it's 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 a 96 <laughs> mile an hour fastball. You know, you know what I mean, like. Come, That's hey, come talk to me. I, I will throw to anyone listening. I will throw to you personally, and I throw maybe 70 miles an hour, maybe. Now, add another 27 miles an hour to that and accuracy, and that's what it's like to face a major leaguer. It's not fucking fun to hit a fastball that's going more than 70 miles an hour. I mean, it's barely fun hitting one of those. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, not, like, it's. Dude, no, I, 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 I taught a kid he threw 90-91. I think he went to UNLV. He, I think at UNLV he topped 92-93. And what, I, did, I, uh, I, what did Nick throw? Nick threw, I think, at his uh, top speed was 87 or 89 or something like that. But he, he he's what you'd call a crafty lefty. So he's throwing a lot of stuff with more yeah, we know than he is with speed. You motherfuckers for people who think we – we know athletes. Yeah, Real but a a fight fans probably get punched in the head a lot if they're true fight fans. So you just gotta you know you gotta, you gotta explain. <laughs> no, you gotta explain you get, but you get what I'm going with it though. I, I'm not trying to. I I gave Mike Trout his due by putting him up there. Like I know you saying we haven't seen our Mike Trout yet. He's I don't think that he's. If you want to say he's LeBron, that's fine. But that's not the type of conversation you're actually trying to have. Oh, no, and and here's the thing is I want to. But he's not there, Michael not, Jordan. That's what I'm saying. He's not no, Michael no, 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 Jordan. No, 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 no. And here's what I so, mean. He's Mike Tim Duncan. Trout, you want to or Tim Duncan? Uh, closer. He's not Michael Jordan. Okay, yeah. He is every bit as great, possibly greater, because there have been better yeah. players than Jordan, right? But Jordan was a complete package. No, but. But it's it's out of the generations, and this is what I'm getting at. It's out of the generation after Mike Trout that you're going to get everyone that's baselining at his level. So that's what I mean. Is he he's yes. the next change that's in the true. level? That's a better but way like, of putting it. Is he's a better yeah. he's, he's he's a change in the level, not the greatness, the level. I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, you're right because we can split hairs about because then it it gets really. I don't want to make it. I don't want to belittle what he's done, you know. And and in short sale, he's still young. He's still very young. I know. And, and, but at the same time, I would have to go. It just sounds like I'm putting him down, and that's not what I'm doing. But like you saying, he's he's you know everybody will be coming in and they'll be scaling up to him. Fine. That that's that's a LeBron. 
or Oscar Robertson. Like, sure. Um, who was who was the guy generationally before Mike Trout? Um, uh, no, uh, no, nobody's trying to be Barry Bonds. I would say. I meant total package in terms of. But remember, before Barry Bonds was thought of as you know the even when he was thought of as the the home run. Oh, you mean you mean you mean yeah you mean when King Griffey Jr. is a better you know what I say. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. King Griffey Jr. Before all the yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. before the injuries was everything that we want. No steroids. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was yep, yep. No, that's they were the exact same player before. Uh, we can start to have different conversations about them. I'll just put it like that, you know, because one, somebody's forehead grew and then they didn't get injured as much. And somebody else stayed at that same defensive level, stayed the same guy and got injured all the time because Father Time was catching up with him because he wasn't cheating. Anyway, no, no, no. Well, that's that's how I see it. That's how it certainly looks. But. I would love to have that conversation with you at some other time, but you probably agree with me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree. And you know, I got another. Uh, I I got another episode of the uh, the side control coming up too, so I'm going to elaborate on uh, on some of our points coming up right now. But I'm sure. Well, you know, uh, just, I'm hoping. Well, think about where we really took this conversation. We want to see Charles Oliveira treated right. Yes, we want to see we want to see the actual greatness rise to the top, the actual cream rise to the top. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is like even if Michael Chandler wins, it's not that Charles Oliveira is any less of a fighter or not as great. He'll be back. He'll be back regardless. They're gonna fight again. Yeah, because we used to think of that division before even Chandler signed with the UFC as just Poirier, just Gaethje, just Khabib, just McGregor. Those four guys, and even Tony Ferguson, I guess a fifth. You know, but then now you have, you know, at that you point, Chandler, yeah. you have Dariush, you have fucking, you know, Oliveira. Like that Dariush uh, Ferguson fight, I was so excited when it was the third fight of the of the card because oh, I that, got be the that got pushed back. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're talking about the uh, Edwards versus Diaz fight. Dariush versus uh, Ferguson still on. Is it? I thought they got yeah. pushed back too. No, it's, well. It's, no, no. A lot of them, to be fair, a ton of them were in uh, in the rumor mill, and just uh, a ton of stuff changed over a couple of different cards. Yeah, um, no, but, but Neil Darius is out far off. Okay, okay. No, uh, there, no, there was just a lot of changes over uh, cards coming up and cards that are uh, in the future, you know, the not yeah, too yeah. distant the, future. The, the so I got a little fight. confused on that. A lot. The one fight that got a change from this card was the uh, Leon Edwards versus uh, Nate Diaz fight. And honestly, it would have been a fun, you know, fight card because of that, just because of the possibilities. But I honestly think the the fat was trimmed when that fight got cut. I think it's better uh, on the fight card it's on right now with the Adesanya Vittori card because that card is just not exciting. I think it's either going to be yeah. somebody proving that Israel Adesanya really isn't what he says. Or it's going to be Izzy running through somebody in his own weight division and having to go back up or down, depending. Like, because yeah, there's I, no like in that. His, I, I know they're both, you know, you know, African brethren, but I'd love to see Adesanya versus Usman. Like, I, I'd really like to see that. 
You know, I, I, think, so. I think Adesanya uh, with he's got a lot of distance on him, man. It's hard to close that distance. He, even I even Dolbovich had to have to be a very different fighter than what we've ever seen from him. To like he wouldn't I, let I him just no no no, but he wouldn't let him just throw him. He wouldn't just let him throw on him, dude. Like he wouldn't just let yeah, him. Yeah, but then at a certain point, Jan Blachowicz was just instituting his own game plan. No, sure, sure, like, sure, sure. No, I'm just talking I, about the one aspect. What, just talking about the, the length and distance. But that's the only thing that Izzy would have on Usman because it wouldn't be power. You know what I mean? That's a be, lot. It, it that's wouldn't a be. Lot. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be technical prowess. It wouldn't be wrestling or anything ground related. It would literally be distance and distance alone. That's all it would be. Izzy don't punch like a bitch, though. Izzy, no, no, Izzy's he got. He doesn't. No, he's like. So dude, I know what you mean. I know. What I've you mean. seen Usman. Usman, remember, remember those punches he took from Gilbert Burns that stunned him? Those were good. Yeah. Those were the best punches that a like a puncher can throw. Like Gilbert Burns got. If Usman hit him like that, he would be put out. Maybe. That's safe to say. I think that's safe to say. At the very least, at the very least, if he caught him like that more than once, I wouldn't hold up hope. <laughs> more, 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 like, that's the thing. If he caught him like that once, this probably would is for Adesanya, another one comment. Not with everybody, but like with Michael Chandler, if he catches you with one, that's all he needs. But I guarantee you there's five more coming. So I don't know what the fuck you're going to do he, he, yeah. might, he might not hit you with all five, but one of them motherfuckers is hitting you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but understand that, though. One punch is ch- about to change your whole night. There are five more on the way. You don't know. They, they come in one after another, but, man, it could be the fifth. It could be the third. It could be the first of the five. You don't know. But the, the, the second time he hits you, you're, it, it, a third one is almost unnecessary. You know, he's probably, he doesn't need a third one. He might if he doesn't catch you clean, but I don't know. We got, we got some, that's some exciting, that, it's an exciting time. It really is because although they might not treat our, our boys right, because I'm going to be real with you, I don't know if they're going to really promote Michael Chandler like that. Have they? Absolutely. Doesn't mean they will. I mean, I, I think they like the rah rah go American Michael Chandler. I think, I think they love that. But let's think about it if he loses. They go, oh, another bum from Bellator, back of the line, right? You know, I I, I don't think they're going to do right by the loser or the winner, to be real. I think Michael Chandler has a good ch- chance of being treated right, but let's see. Let's see. Um, I got the invite to your house as usual, right? Nope. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You're always invited, but you know my policy on extra guests. No, 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 no. I got you. I'm not even. I don't even care about bringing nobody extra. Uh, yeah, no. I'm thinking about. I mean, you know, I usually watch the fights at uh, Taps. So. No, I got um, you. I got you. Uh, I'm I'm most likely going to be ordering that card. I just uh, I have some other like fishing plans and stuff like that that I'm trying to solidify, and I'm not going to miss the card. I just don't know when I'm going to be home. Dude, I'm telling you, man, you know, give Taps a chance. That's what you should do. I just I uh, can't watch the fights around other people because then there's sure, people that sure have you no can. idea what they're watching that are like, oh, my God, he should hit him back. And you're like, oh, no shit. Like, no, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people won't be saying a whole bunch of that. Like, I don't know. I tune, I tune a lot of stuff out. I do. 
Like, if I'm there, I'm watching it. Like, sure, I can hear somebody else talking and stuff and have a conversation, but I am still tuned into that fight. Um, also, you know, like, there's, it's just, it's, it's a good, I like seeing what I see from what's out there. A lot of people don't have their finger on the pulse of what's going on with fans and everything. And, you know, like, with, like Jake Paul brings in money. I don't give a fuck if people hate him or not. He brings in a lot of money. I saw people who were just there to see him get his ass whooped. <laughs> you know, like, imagine how much, like, I got three shots because of that. It was, all right, I bet you a shot. I was like, okay, man. I was like, <laughs> I, you know what? I was nice about it. I was like, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll buy you the shot to see if if if, if I win because I want, I want to show you how, you know, <laughs> how this is going to go down. Like, I don't want you to have to suffer and take a shot because you, Here's the thing, you know, that could be, uh, you know, you don't want people drinking and driving like that. So you got to be careful about that thing. So I'm like, hey, I'll take the shot because I'm taking a cab or whatever, or I'll get you, you know, I'll I'll make it so where you don't have to worry about that. You know, like it, it's not a that bad of a, <laughs> you don't have to take a shot of some bullshit. I buy you some mid shelf or top shelf, whatever. I'm just, you know, saying, just man, we could just we could order a pizza, you have some friends over and fucking just watch it. You no, I ha- I have friends, I just don't let friends break. You don't have, you don't have friends. <laughs> you don't have friends. <laughs> no, I, I yeah. have a VIP list and you just happen to make it. Alright, so what's the what's the title of this show? Ooh, the title of this show is uh Get Ready for SmackDown, I guess. Is it Saturday Night Smackdown? <laughs> uh, no, we could say that one. I don't know. Um, that's not bad, but like that sounds weird. Well, I mean, you can you can get ready for the side mount, or you could. Oh, that's <laughs> no, no. You gotta you gotta be I'm careful. Just, I'm just trying to promote the solo the solo cast. Mount. No, no, but we gotta be careful. I want to promote it like it's some sort of sexual thing. <laughs> Because you're a pervert. I see that. Can, you're can you're I, weird. On the side <laughs> you're a weird deviant. You don't want to tell people I'm a weird deviant. <laughs> uh, maybe you make it about... <laughs> okay, so... Maybe it'll be something about... Five. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more quick thing. Fuck you, Cody Garbrandt. Take us home. <laughs> this has been Sporticus. And you've been sports entertained. <laughs> <laughs>